The much-anticipated share market listing of Virgin Australia looks uncertain this morning after the sudden resignation of the airline's chief executive, Jane Herdlicker. Her exit took many observers by surprise, really, given her role was seen as critical in resurrecting Virgin after it went to the brink of collapse at the heart of the pandemic. Let's get more now from the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, who's with me. Peter, how unusual is it for a high-profile chief executive like this to, you know, suddenly quit? Well, Tom, this is very unusual and it has all the signs of a falling out with the Virgin Australia board and the company's owners, the private equity group Bain Capital, which bought the airline after it went into voluntary administration in 2020 at the height of the pandemic. Now, this is unusual because there was no announcement about a replacement CEO for Jane Herdlicker and also that a global search is yet to get underway. Signs that there could have been a disagreement on the way uh, Virgin is being run, some senior executives um, leaving uh, and a lot of pressure to get support from fund managers and institutional investors for the share market relisting or IPO. That's an initial public offering. Um, and also that the uh, the economy is slowing. Um, aviation uh, share market listings can be pretty rocky. Um, and the language in the announcement looks hastily put together, which said that after four years of getting the airline back into profitability, now is the time to get the right succession in place. But the thing is, Tom, that boards are actually meant to focus intensely on succession planning for a chief executive all the time, almost from the time a chief executive is appointed. So the question is why the board is only just looking for a CEO now to replace Jane Herdlicker. But of course, you've just looked back at Qantas last year and uh, sudden exits of chief executives uh, have precedence, of course, with Alan Joyce uh, leaving before he expected after a 15-year reign as chief executive. Yeah, it does feel like a little bit of deja vu. Miss Herdlicker, you know, like all airline CEOs, had a rocky relationship with the unions, right? Once again, not necessarily unusual. But in the end, Peter, did she establish a better relationship? Would unions be concerned that a new CEO would perhaps take a harder line with workers? Well, uh, the unions or the Transport Workers Union would look at the problems that it had with uh, Qantas, which outsourced a lot of ground and uh, catering staff, particularly during the pandemic. And so they drove a hard bargain with Virgin and Jane Herdlicker to end the outsourcing of uh, Virgin staff to third-party companies, as Qantas did, and to in-source staff so they're directly part of the company. The TWU's National Secretary Michael Kane says any new chief executive replacing Jane Herdlicker has to honour these workplace commitments given that Ms Herdlicker's departure creates a new layer of uncertainty not just for the share market float but for the future of virgin workers. Yes, we were taken by surprise. This is a workforce that has been through the ringer in the last number of years. It's only four years ago that the Morrison government failed to provide support to Virgin at the start of the COVID crisis. Company lapsed into administration. There were months and months of uncertainty for these workers. Workers and their unions worked with the administrators, pulled the company out of administration, uh, extracted commitments from the new owner, Bain Capital, to make sure that there were good jobs, there were more jobs, that there was a full service airline. And now we have a circumstance after working so hard to get this company back in the air 
working hard with the management team to get it back to a profitable situation uh, where we have this sudden announcement. So yes, in that context, it is reasonable that workers are a bit concerned overnight. Michael Kane there, the National Secretary of the Transport Workers Union on uh, the uh, sudden resignation of Jane Herdlicker. Uh, Peter, just sort of some other big news while you're there. ANZ's been given the go-ahead for its takeover of the Suncorp Bank in Queensland. How significant is that? Well, Tom, uh, this is very significant. It has been a, a hard-won battle for the ANZ Bank, but the Australian Competition Tribunal announced yesterday that it overturned an earlier veto from the competition regulator, the ACCC, that uh, was going to block um, the takeover or merger. The tribunal says the $4.9 billion bid for Suncorp's banking arm would not substantially lessen competition. Both ANZ and Suncorp have welcomed the ruling, but the final decision rests with the Treasurer Jim Chalmers, himself a Queensland aware of the local perceptions about a Melbourne-based bank taking over a Queensland banking brand and in a statement Dr Chalmers said he'll carefully and methodically consider whether the proposed acquisition of Suncorp by ANZ is in the national interest and he'll be revealing that decision in due course. Yes, yeah, so on that note, when and if this gets approved by Jim Chalmers, you know, what's going to change about Suncorp? Well, uh, Tom, under the deal, Suncorp headquarters will remain in Brisbane for now. The uh, Suncorp Bank branding will remain... Uh, for now at least, and for now jobs won't be impacted, though of course there's no guarantee in the world of banking um, because banks are constantly uh, trimming costs and closing bricks and mortar branches. One thing the Australian Competition Tribunal noted was that Macquarie Bank has really been pushing hard into Queensland, particularly in the mortgage market, providing a wave of competition that lessens concerns about this merger. In terms of a bit of history in bank mergers, these don't happen very often. And the last one was when the Commonwealth Bank took over Bank West at the height yeah. of the global financial crisis. And back in 2007, when Westpac bought St George Bank, which was subject to strict conditions by the then Treasurer Wayne Swan for St George uh, Bank branches to remain in as much as possible, uh, back office operations to remain separate. Tom, just before we go, we're waiting for the half-year results from the supermarket giant Woolworths, which is a, a bit in the wars at the moment, undergoing yes. a little bit of damage control after four corners. After four corners, that's right. Uh, Coles also under a fair bit of pressure, but we'll be looking at that and be having a, a chat with Chief Executive uh, Brad Banducci later on this morning. Look forward to that. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Peter Ryan, thank you very much. Our senior business correspondent joining us there.